Hi guys, thanks for tuning in to the Glittercast. I'm so sorry that I didn't release anything at all last week, but I know if you listen to the Aries season episode, you just know I've been really weighed down with work, which is a good thing, but I admit the podcast has been getting a little bit neglected. I do have a plan to get on track and I've got all my next episodes planned out. I thought about releasing, last week I thought about releasing the chakra episode that I originally did for Witch Doctorate, but I feel like I know so much more about that system than I did when I recorded it, so I'm actually going to record a new one, and that will be aired next week, and this week I'm airing, I think it's actually the first episode that you can get on Witch Doctorate now, but it's an interview with an Aries because we have the Aries new moon coming up and I thought it was perfect. So this was actually recorded in 2000. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear the squeaking in the background, but Voodoo's in here and she has a squeak toy. So my apologies for that. But I am going to air this episode with Lou Moon. He's a comedian. We recorded it in 2017. I aired it in 2018. And it's just really funny, really really fun. We talk about astrology, but I was very new in my astrology experience. That's why I started Witch Doctorate. And so if I seem like I don't know what I'm talking about, it's because I recorded it four years ago. (laughs) So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in. And here is the episode with the delightful, wonderful, hilarious Lou Moon, who you should follow on Instagram. And if you're in Phoenix, go see all his comedy shows because he's the best. Yeah, I uh, I like that. I want to comment on the recording venue. Oh, okay. So we're going right now. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll start. We'll start talking to each other. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're in my actual bedroom on uh, his bed. A pure necessity. <laughs> <laughs> like, this isn't what it looks like. <laughs> it wasn't a very well thought out like interview, anyway. No, I mean, it, it just happened the night before, and... Mm, it just happened. Right, exactly. Like, uh, we were going to use my roommate's room, uh, but uh, my roommate is also recording a podcast yeah. right now. I've, yeah, it's... So, you know, make a long story short, we're in the middle of his giant bed in yes. his bedroom. Yes, I have a king-size bed, and my room is very small. This is a little bit of, like, a comedy house, I've noticed. Yeah, uh, a lot of comedians sort of coming in and out, uh, which is a gift and a curse. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I don't. I feel like that would be more of a like in some ways more of a curse because I know that when I'm home, the last people I want to see are comedians. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> like I'm I'm moving out of here in a couple of weeks, and I don't want anyone to know where I live. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Which sounds shitty, but it's like I'll leave an open mic or I'll leave a show. Just like, okay, those people were a lot. I'm done with them. I come home. There are more of them here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Recording podcasts. Sometimes eating <laughs> Sometimes eating my food. That's, that has happened. That is sacred. You don't fuck with other people's food. You do not. Yeah. There was uh, 
it was in the, like the first couple of weeks of me living here that uh, I come home and uh, a certain comedian who will be nameless but is 16 years old just <laughs> ate a shit ton of my food and like Diet Coke is like my lifeblood and he had drank like four of my Diet Cokes. Oh, God. Like, you motherfucker. Get out of my house. <laughs> and come back with four Diet Cokes, you fucking whippersnapper. Honestly. <laughs> No, learn the meaning of a dollar. Yeah. Or whatever. Or just d- fucking common courtesy. <laughs> no, uh, he's a piece of shit. It's all good. <laughs> we, don't, we, we won't dive down the angry pool of like <laughs> Diet Coke thievery, but. <laughs> I'm trying not, I'm I'm not going to get angry. Don't get worked up. <laughs> don't get worked up. I, I but can't, I understand. I can't be one of the bad Aries. <laughs> yeah, the bad Aries. Yeah, the Lou, Lou Moon. That's who we're with. Oh, yes. Yeah. Hello, here I am. Yeah, great fucking name, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, To give the listeners who I call seekers. Okay. Yeah, because because I'm providing higher knowledge. For sure. Um. No. Okay, so yeah, Lou Moon. I forgot what I was saying. I, oh, yeah. I wanted to introduce you as like... We started out in comedy pretty much about the same time. Yeah, around the exact same time. Yeah. We found that out last night. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've always, like, seen, like, there's always been a parallel to you, and I've always just been, like, very aggressively, like, I fucking love Lou Moon. <laughs> like, whenever you come up, I'm like, I fucking love him. Thank like, you. I fucking love Lou Moon. Like, it's, like, cuteness aggression. Oh, no. Stop it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you can keep going. Uh, so you, you believe a little bit in astrology i do it's sort of a thing where it's um typically i'm I'm a i'm a pretty skeptical person until i see you know evidence to the contrary and i try to learn as much as i can about just things in general and when i found out how just sort of like the the pillars of astrology sort of lined up with my own life it's like huh Mm mm-hmm you know, like, I'm, um... It resonates. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I've always had, like, this weird fascination with Mars. Okay. And, uh, so much so that I wrote a book about it. <laughs> oh, before... whoa, you wrote a book about Mars? Yeah, I wrote a book that takes place on Mars. Um, please elaborate. Okay, um, I, yeah, this is, uh... I finished writing a book a week before I started doing stand-up, and I wrote a book about uh, a Mars colonization that was, it was basically like, instead of like, what you would normally see as like a stereotypical sort of like planet colonization in like like sci-fi books, because it was a sci-fi book. Uh-huh. What? Um, what? <laughs> book about living on Mars sci-fi? Yeah, who would have thought I don't it? know, dude, that shit happened. Probably. There's, like, those theories about, like, that there was a nuclear <laughs> war on Mars. That's right, mm-hmm. yeah. There are, like, like weird little rock formations where, like, if yeah. you, like, zoom up, they look like people. <laughs> they're, they're, they're God. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's a little spooky, but it's also just, like, eh, it's probably nothing. <laughs> so what happens... Well, don't, I mean, don't give away too many. What happened with the book? What'd you do with it? You just wrote it for yourself? Or? Yeah, no, I mean, because I'm, I'm still, I'm a big reader in general. I love to read and I wanted to be an author. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I've always been a comedy fan and um, it's just, it's just sitting on my laptop right yeah, now. Like, yeah. um, 
I don't know. It was actually, it was my favorite, my favorite author is who inspired me to do stand-up. Really? Which, yeah. Uh, guy, uh, guy by the name of Kurt Vonnegut. Okay. And um, he's a super funny guy, just like, uh, his, he has really dry humor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he said that if he could have done it all again, he would have been a comedian, so I'm like, yeah, fuck that's it. like that's the thing that made you decide yeah that's cool because i've had a i've been a comedy fan you know since i was a kid and that was your moment that was like no i'm doing it like that was your yeah pretty much pushed you over yeah nice nice yeah so um mm. i like the the book itself is mostly about um it's the the main character uh she's I uh, like the main character as a woman. I just uh, wanted to add that. Thank uh, you. Yeah, no. On behalf of the women, thank you. <laughs> no worries. You know, just, I mean, because, I don't know, she's a main character in a book that I wrote. It's, you know, she's she's got a lot of qualities of me. You know, okay. so. <laughs> so you just made your perfect woman. Like, so you, no. you with tits. <laughs> My perfect woman is not me. <laughs> Holy shit, no. <laughs> just like there's garbage everywhere. <laughs> Like, I could see how that would be a problem. Jesus, clean your room, woman. <laughs> clean, your, clean your room, woman. You say that to yourself in the mirror every morning. Yep. <laughs> so, no, like, I don't know. She's uh, she's not necessarily, like, a paragon of feminism, but she's, like, a person. Right. You well, know? That's, that is kind of, you know, what what feminists feel like is that they're people. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm wearing this is what a feminist looks like shirt. Yeah, no, it's a good shirt. Thanks. I wore it last time I was here. Really? With, yeah, with no bra, because sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to wear a bra with that shirt. Rock and roll. <laughs> That's what feminism looks like. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm like, this is so gross. You're like hypersexualizing, like with with your your huge milky tits and no bra. <laughs> I wasn't going to call them milky, but... <laughs> They're not, but for some reason that visual. Right. <laughs> But um, no, uh, she she actually commits the uh, the first crime on Mars. <gasps> cool. Yeah, yeah. She. Uh, what is it? What does she do? Murder. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She sounds cool to me, man. Yeah. Sounds like. It's cool. Uh, I'm probably never gonna do anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you wrote it. You could like ro- you could like Amazon release it though, and like really <laughs> obscure weirdos would probably buy it and read it, and then you would make like these really interesting. Like friendships, <laughs> <laughs> your book's amazing. Yeah, I like put some, hardly any effort into some it. like creepy, like who knows what living God doesn't have a name for. Where? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna get you know a small niche group of horrible fans. <laughs> well, yeah, but they'll probably kill for you. They'll be like really devoted. Yeah, but those are like the worst kinds of fans. <laughs> I'm says like, you yeah i don't want them i don't want those guys to be fans of me i'm not fans of them i want it to be a mutual sort of thing you know you want to kill together yeah yeah exactly like don't <laughs> if you're gonna kill for me i want to kill for me too <laughs> that's fair yeah. i like that's very um balanced of you yeah. <laughs> not a very aries thing you know What's your, what, what are your rising and your moon signs? Um, my, so I'm Aries Sun, uh, I'm a Leo Moon. Okay. And I'm a Gemini Rising. Okay. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Just probably three of the most a lot signs. Yeah, well, the, it's having, 
Leo as your moon is kind of interesting because it's like the sun rules Leo. So that's like a... And my last name is Moon. And your last name is Moon. <laughs> you've got some fun you've got some fun astrology stuff happening. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> it's just my last name. A lot of people think I'm making up my last name. It's just my last name. <laughs> <laughs> if it was my last name, people wouldn't know I made it up. <laughs> right. No, because I mean it's a, it's a fairly sort of common last name, but it's um and you know, with my first name being Lou, it's I don't know, I have a cool name yeah. and that's what I got. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably why I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like saying your name. And that's it. <laughs> your personality is horrible. <laughs> no, I fucking love Lou Moon. Okay. I appreciate you. I, I fucking love you too, Renee Watt. Thank you. Like a light bulb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Illumination or... That's, no. Illumination. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I went for something that wasn't there. <laughs> grasping at it, nothing. It wasn't there, and then you created it. I tried to grasp smoke, and it was just through my fingers. You just need to try harder. Yep. <laughs> I'm not trying at all right you now. You, like, mastered, like, the smoke. Yeah. Because <laughs> I smoke all the time? Or <laughs> Well, that could be cool if you, like, mastered, like, how to manipulate smoke with your hands. And, like, you could smoke your cigarette and then, like, make really weird swirly pattern like, is, that, is that a thing you can do i feel like it's something you could do <laughs> <laughs> i'm just a person renee mm. let me a quick quick question would you murder for me no <laughs> okay maybe, i don't know maybe so I need, you're not a true fan like, i need you to like give me a plot line <laughs> it's like okay <laughs> um there's someone cuts in line in front of me at mm-hmm. costco I turn to you because you're there, mm-hmm. and I say, Renee, kill that person. Well, is he like a pedophile? Because I'd do 50, it then. 50% chance says yes. I would like, okay, I wouldn't kill him, like, just for cutting in line. Right. But I would follow him to try and find a better <laughs> reason to kill him. <laughs> you would follow him. I would follow him. Like, well, let's see. Maybe he does deserve to die. Okay. I'll find out. <laughs> Sounds like a plan to see, like, what nefarious shit he's into. Yeah, this, it's probably good that we never became close, Lou. We would get into some shenanigans. I don't know. I think we can become close by the end of this podcast. We're probably going to be a lot closer. Yeah. We'll be a lot closer. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. So, this is <laughs> They're going to play this in the courtroom. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> There's not going to be a courtroom because I feel like you would just be like, yeah, I murdered that guy. Yeah, we're just going to be that good at getting away with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, who else can we pull in from the comedy scene to, like, assist? Mm, that's a good question. We'll, have to th- well, I mean, we'll have to talk about it in private. Okay. Well, like, I mean, I, I gotta bring in my baby boy, Tristan. Oh my god, I love Tristan. How's how's your guys' podcast going? Uh, it's going great. Um, for, for the uninitiated, I do a podcast with other local comedian, Tristan Bowling, called uh, Ghost Boys, which is, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, because we have comedians coming on and uh, they tell their stories about ghosts that they've experienced and Tristan and I try to debunk their stories because we don't believe in ghosts. But okay, so what made you decide that you don't believe in ghosts but you believe in astrology? It's just like because like you said, astrology yeah. resonates and ghosts don't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, like I'm a very process-based sort of person. Yeah, astrology is a science. Yeah, mm-hmm. like... um that's something where it's like, um, Kyle Kinane has this really great bit, actually, 
where he's talking about, uh, he's having this conversation with himself about, like, astrology versus werewolves and, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, which one is real. You just need to read about werewolves more until you become convinced. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> I'm I'm a I'm werewolfish myself. You kind just in of my are. Looks. That's yeah. like a, that's a really great cover. I just look like a werewolf. I don't believe in them, but really, you are one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just is that a deer carcass in your room? <laughs> don't fucking mention it. How about I wouldn't that? even question that. I'd be like, oh, Blue has a deer carcass. Yeah, no, it's probably. Lunch. I'd probably ask for the bones. That's just lunch. It's kosher. You know, it's fine. <laughs> this is it blessed by a rabbi? Isn't that, like, it has to, in order for it to truly that's how, be that's, that's how bad of a Jew I am. <laughs> so, um, but, um, yeah, I mean, the reason I don't believe in ghosts is just because, like, I just couldn't believe in, like, a life after death. Okay. That's, um, and, you know, I've, I've done my research into ghosts, you know, like, there's that sort of old-timey way of thinking about ghosts where it's like the spirit of a dead person like haunting a place there's you know there's the other notions that uh, like ghosts can be like imprints of energy and they're not mm-hmm, necessarily mm-hmm. like sentient mm-hmm. um i mean either way i think it's all very silly <laughs> and right um uh, it's just i just can't really it doesn't jive with you yeah so it doesn't make sense to me Okay, so in what way do you guys try to, like, debunk a ghost story? Well, uh, the the way we typically do it is, I mean, again, it's all very process-based. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, the biggest part of debunking a ghost story is, like, where did this happen? What time of day was it? Like, what what's the setting? Okay, well, what about, like, a medi- <laughs> What's that? What about, like, a ghost when you're meditating? A ghost when you're meditating? Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Um, so. Do you want me to tell you about the ghost I saw when I was meditating and you can tell me, you can try yeah, and debunk it? We'll ab- just, absolutely. We'll do, it's like cross promo. Like you, we'll do both of our podcasts at the same time. For sure. Okay. So I was like, okay, there's, do you know what like astral projection is? Yes. Okay. So I was meditating, working on my astral projection. Mm-hmm. I was in San Francisco. Got it. Um, I was. In an old house, it was nighttime, probably like one or two in the morning. And when you astral project, you kind of just like you vi- like you get into a meditative state. You leave your body and you like look around the room and you see things as if your eyes were open. Like hmm. it's very vivid. It very much is just like looking around the room that you're in. Yeah. And so I was like, I was in my room and I was laying in with my third eye. I hadn't left my body yet. But I was like looking around my room and having it come into focus. And I was just about to like, you know, walk around and, you know, spring up. And this like I saw this white, like white dress, blonde, creepy ass little girl Hmm. walking across my room and she was looking at me. Right. And I just got like kind of freaked out. So I grabbed one of my like witch rocks that's like protects you when you're in in a weird energetic situation. Sure. And I was holding on to it and I felt like a hand was trying to get it out. I didn't see her anymore after I grabbed it, but then I felt like a hand was trying to grab it out of my hand, like on my forearm. Oh wow. And, um, it like, my muscles were twitching and I looked at them and they were like twitching and there was just like a really like crazy, like ghost grabby sensation, Hmm. but I couldn't see her anymore. And it was only that I felt, it was only after I grabbed the rock that I felt it. Okay. 
You can give it to me hard. I know that you okay. want to give me so much shit for everything you just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to feel. <laughs> like, okay, because this, I mean, my, my whole thing isn't about invalidating beliefs. I don't it's, think so. Yeah, it's more like, I don't know. I I have experienced some some of my own, you know, sort of spooky shit. Okay. Uh, with it. Because my whole thing, I, I sleepwalk. Oh. Yeah. So, um, like, when it comes to, like, sleepwalking, I've I've woken up just standing, which is, like, Great. fucking creepy. And, like, <laughs> like it's creepy to me. Like, and uh, I've said this on the podcast before, but I sleepwalk the most when I'm, whenever I'm sleeping over at someone's house. Oh. I've freaked out the majority of the people I've hooked up with in my life. It's like, it's really shitty. <laughs> but um, it's more like when it comes to something like astral projection, it's, it's a thing I know of, but I'm not super well versed in as far as the explanation behind it or uh-huh. like more the the scientific explanation behind it. What I mean, I would make a a swing at saying something like, have you ever experienced sleep paralysis? Yeah, I had a fucked up sleep paralysis. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sleep paralysis is fucking scary. Dude, tell me about one of your scary sleep paralysis. Um, I I had a... Uh, sleep paralysis has only happened to me, like, twice. Uh-huh. And um, it's both times the same thing. It's it's always like a like a large shadowy figure. Mm-hmm. Like the only way I can really sort of describe it is like sort of like vampiric, like Ooh. sort of uh a sort of like a, a regular old Dracula, you know, okay. sort of sort of guy just standing sort of over me and then like he like 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 grips my chest. Ooh. Like and and the whole thing is like you can't move. Also, yeah, yeah. I mean that's sleep paralysis, which, by the way, uh, if, you know, helpful fact. Uh, if anyone out there is listen who's listening has sleep paralysis, you can get a sleep paralysis by uh, touching the roof of your mouth with your tongue. Ooh, that's a real thing. Okay, I always wiggle my toes. Oh, uh, okay, for sure. Yeah. That all. Yeah, definitely. Because mm. um, I've I've only ever woken up out of sleep paralysis just like drenched in sweat and yeah. awful like yeah yeah it's like it's fucked because you cannot breathe at all yeah i know it's awful and um i don't know like something like astral projection i i would sort of attribute typically to something like sleep paralysis where mm-hmm. like you feel I don't know, and I mean, you can see pretty much anything in sleep paralysis. It's just all dependent on you know what the mind can sort of conjure. So, but it feels like more than that when you have a sleep paralysis. It feels like an attack. Mm-hmm. That's also very true. Uh, that's that's typically the trend with sleep paralysis is that it's never a good dream. Mm-mm. Like it's always something like coming at you. Yeah. So I mean, as far as that's concerned. Um, it's hard to say. Like, uh, that's usually how ghost. That's usually how Ghost Boys ends. Is like is you know me and Tristan and our guest you know both saying our piece, <laughs> us being friends at the end, and no yeah. one really changes minds. 
we changed one person's mind about okay. ghosts. Okay. Uh, local comedian Michael Paul Cohn. Okay. And um, because um, he was under, he had a story that was like, I I had a pack of cigarettes, at, and I was sleeping over at you know his girlfriend at the time's house, and he couldn't find them the next day. And then a couple of weeks later, that pack of cigarettes was in. Uh, her mother's bread maker. That's weird. <laughs> right? And so, um, I, I sort of told them about my experiences with sleepwalking where it's like, yeah, the, the farthest I've made sleepwalking is like, I was at, like when, back when I was at, like in high school living, living with my uh, parents, I, I woke up, I put on my clothes. <laughs> I, I was in band at the time. So, uh, I I had my trombone with me. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> um so I had my trombone, I had my backpack on and I made it to the back door from the second story. That's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. And like what you woke up? Like My my dad woke me up, which is not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> no. Is it what is it like when someone wakes you up? Um it's I mean when when I get woken up when I'm sleepwalking, I it's like a mini panic attack. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Because I I'm suddenly waking up and I'm standing, you know. Are, so do you ever have any recognition of what your like what your brain is doing when you're sleepwalking or do you just wake up like what the fuck? It's usually usually the second part because like I can remember like what dream I was having mm-hmm. and just be like Oh, here I'm here now. <laughs> like, okay, so the dream doesn't like correlate with the standing or like with the movement. Uh, it does typically, just mm-hmm. because um, you know, you're typically when you when you sleepwalk, you know, you're moving with purpose. Typically, you're either going to something or you know, running away from something. Like in the case of Michael Paul Cohn, um, he was telling me about like. Uh, you was telling me and Tristan about other experiences he had with sleepwalking. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I've done some crazy shit sleepwalking. If I had to guess, you probably did that to your cigarettes. And he's like, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, like, when it comes to something like ghosts, like, I'm I'm pretty sure that ghosts don't exist. Okay. I'm I'm open though you know yeah yeah okay so you you guys are just kind of yeah you guys sounds like you get a little philosophical with your a little bit yeah because like i i love science i love like the scientific method Mm -hmm. um and but it's a comedy podcast we all it's there to goof around yeah no totally yeah i get that for sure i mean you can't i mean the thing is too is you can't take anything too seriously yeah I feel like that's especially true about like philosophies and mm-hmm. the spiritual like unknown. Right. Like if you don't if you don't find a way to laugh at that, it'll make you like an uptight, shitty shithead. Right. Like <laughs> one, like one of my favorite things about like ghosts or like demons or anything like that mm-hmm. is that like if you're haunted by one, like a lot of people say that the the best way to take care of it is just to like swear at it. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> like. Yeah, I had some. I had a ghost 
problem really in my first apartment and i yelled it i yelled at it i was like you have to fucking leave even though at oh first i was like what's the seance i just <laughs> i just love the idea that like ghosts and my parents have the same weakness like, ghosts and your parents yeah they just like if you just, if you yell at them they just leave no they just can't stand swear words <laughs> oh, okay so okay yeah. i feel like if i were a ghost that would not work on me i can't wait to be a ghost by the way okay look yeah. at it this way if ghosts are real mm-hmm. how fucking exciting when you get to be one i don't know <laughs> i i was thinking about that the other day actually it's like well like say it is like a thing, like what I want to be a ghost. I don't know. Oh my god, you don't have fun scaring the shit out of people. <laughs> so, I I used to, <laughs> and then and then, like, <laughs> and then it was terrible. And then I killed somebody. Yeah. No, like no. Okay. I um, like when I was like a little kid, I used to love doing it to my friends. Yeah. And then. My dad started doing it to me uh-huh. every day <laughs> at different times. To, like, teach you, like, or what? No, he's just being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, that's, what, that's what my kids are going to go through. How did that affect you? <laughs> it, it's to the point now where if if I don't see someone coming... In, it's like they touch me even if it's like a light touch mm-hmm. I will scream Aww. <laughs> so like <laughs> and not like a not like a manly <laughs> like sort of wail you, you realize that now all I want to do is test this theory no like, <laughs> like I'm gonna be seeing you around the clubs Lou oh no <laughs> <laughs> this is why, <laughs> this is why I don't like to talk to people <laughs> I'm glad know. I could reinforce that opinion. <laughs> I don't like talking to people. No, for sure. I I do like talking to people. Uh, I think I gets like compared to astrology a lot is like the uh like the MBTI types. Are you a fan? The MBTI, that's like the personality. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I've I don't it's not my thing too much and like mm-hmm. sometimes dudes will ask me like there've been a couple guys that I was like yeah. try like maybe we were going to date. Yeah. I had a couple of them ask me, like, to take that test <laughs> and, look, like, tell, like, but they were like, oh, it's a really cool test. Like, you find out your personality, and then they were like, what's your personality? And I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure you're not crazy. Yeah, well, that's, you're not going to learn that from right. the test. You're going to learn that through experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to learn the hard way. Yeah, I will teach you slowly over time. Fucking Renee is peeking out from behind the corner, just waiting to pounce. I don't know which one of us it is, but we're all here. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Because, I don't know, that's like, uh, MBTA is sort of like a more sort of tangible astrology. Uh-huh. Where it's like, you know, there there are the rhythms of like an Aries that I keep up with. Yeah, no, it is similar. And there is like, there is, the, I mean, I have taken the test. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's kind of true. But yeah. Do you remember what your type is? I don't. I was like, I was like on the cusp of two different types. Oh. But they all said that I was a beautiful, brilliant angel. <laughs> So, sounds about right. I mean, I feel like it's a legitimate <laughs> testing system. It's just sure. not. It's just not all there is. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> eh. <laughs> it's just like it's it's a lot like astrology or like like what a Hogwarts house you're in. <laughs> you know, it's like it's really just it's pseudoscience. You know, that's mm-hmm, what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I mean, with with MBTI, it's 
you know, it's based in psychology, which is, again, a bit more tangible. And astrology is a science in and of itself, for sure. But, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know. It's hard to say. Do you delve into, like, natal charts, or? Um, I don't necessarily delve into natal charts. I wanted to look at yours before I got here and kind of, you know, become, mm-hmm. do you, I mean, do you know much else about yours? Do you know, like, where your planetary placements are? Uh, I know up to Jupiter. Okay, so what what sign is Jupiter in? Uh, Jupiter is in Virgo. Okay, okay. And what house then? That's okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't know mine that well either. Okay. Okay. Jupiter and Virgo. Okay. So, do you want to comment on what that means? Do you want me to comment on what it means? Uh, yeah. You comment on what that means, just because mm-hmm. I don't fully know. Okay, I don't fully know either. But just from the studying that I have done, what I would say is, okay, because Jupiter is the planet of luck and expansion. Okay. And Virgos are, um, they like to be of service, and they also mm-hmm. are, um. They have, like, a really good eye for details, mm, and yes. um, they can, like, pick things out. They can pick up on things that are wrong about something very quickly and figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's, like, a that's like a lucky thing for you, and, a, and a, like, something that you can, like, utilize to expand. So, I mean, for you, that might be good in, like, um, producing a good show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, definitely with uh, Jupiter being in Virgo, if... If, if that is what it is, mm-hmm. then that makes a lot of sense. Good. Because, <laughs> I don't know, I'm I'm very much more here for other people than I am myself. And, um, yeah, like, because I, I host a lot of shows. You do, you do host, a, yeah, you're yeah. a great host. You, Thank you. I fucking, Lawn Gnome, before it closed down, mm-hmm. Rest in Power, <laughs> was my favorite. Was my favorite open mic. It was my favorite. Like, mm-hmm. that was my shit. That was my shit. That was what made me, like, that was, like, my comedy safe space. Because, oh, I, you best. know, I told you I didn't yeah. have a great experience at some of the other open mics. Mm-hmm. And, like, Tosos, it was great because it wasn't just comedians. Right. Because that, can be prob- that can be a problem with open mics. It's just comedian after comedian after comedian. Yeah. And I liked the variety because, like, musicians musicians would come. And then they would see the comedians and we would see the musicians. And it was just, like, a mixed bag. For sure. Like, when you go to, like, open mics pretty much every day of the week, like I do, Mm -hmm. it's uh, people people start getting pissed off because it's, like, like, oh, you watched that guy's set, but you didn't watch my set. It's like, yeah, I'm starting to pick up on, like, the stand-up comedian rhythm too much. Yeah. Well, that's the game. Whenever yeah. whenever comedians are bitches about anything that happens in comedy, I'm like, you're playing a game, motherfucker. Right. That doesn't have roles, and you need to stop being a pissy pants. Honestly. Get over it. <laughs> no, like you said it. Like, uh, a lot of people, not a lot of people, but definitely a handful of people were uh, a little pissed off that I... Um, I've done things like headline this year, mm-hmm. or I've done things like I've gotten to travel for comedy this mm-hmm. year, which I know that you've, you know, done mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's like fucking work harder. Yeah. Know? Don't be, don't be entitled yeah. to a fucking opportunity in comedy. Get that? Like, no, right. no, honestly, it's like, 
Uh, and if someone else has something cool happen to them, like shake their hand and tell them good job. Yeah. Fucking way to go. You did yeah, it. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm proud of you. We don't need to tear each other down. You exactly. know, as comedians, we do not need to be doing that. There's no reason for it. I 100% agree. It's, and it's like those opportunities that you missed out on, they're gonna arise again. Right. And they weren't your, it wasn't your opportunity. It wasn't yeah. your gig. Exactly. Like, like, it just wasn't your gig. Right. It's like, um, I don't know, like when, uh, I remember when like, uh, when I went to Bird City and Big Pine this year, mm-hmm. you know, I was, uh, I was a little miffed that I didn't win the, the open mic contests, mm-hmm. you know, but like pretty much like, like an hour after they were done and I was still like, you know, I was still pissed off. It's it's just like don't be. Why are you mad? Yeah, don't be. Like, yeah, these happen. <laughs> like, yeah, you can try next year. Mm-hmm. And you just like make peace with those feelings. Exactly. And like the feelings of disappointment instead of just being like, I'm gonna take that shit out on other people. Exactly. That's. Um, I think that has a lot to do with uh, my Mars being in Pisces. Okay. Okay. Where it's like, um, like with your. With your Mars, that's sort of how you deal with like confrontation. It's a, right? yeah, it's like action. It's like an action planet, and I believe mm. it's also a communication. Yeah, a planet of communication, like fast communications. Mm-hmm. Like with with my Mars being in Pisces, I feel like um, a lot of people have mistaken me for a water sign. Okay. Like, uh, because my my Mercury and my Mars are both in Pisces. I want to look. I want to look up again, really quick, what Mars is, but keep going. Just yeah, for to, sure. Just to make sure. But go ahead. Yeah, like, um, because like I, I have, like I say, like I, I keep up like the typical sort of Aries rhythms. You know, mm-hmm. I, um, <laughs> a lot of people have used the word intense for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. It's like aggression survivor. It rules like our animal instincts. So mm. it is, it is a, it's like, it is an action planet, but it's not necessarily communication. It's like a passion. Yeah. Cause, um, like a- Aries get these, you know, these bad reps of being like hotheads. Yeah. Of, and like narcissists. Yeah, for sure. And, um, my moon is Aries. So I, really? I understand the Aries. There we go. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And your son is in Scorpio, right? Yeah. You're Scorpio. Mm-hmm. My yeah. rising is Capricorn. Okay. That's a solid combo. I, I know. Like, it's I like it's rock and roll. Yeah. It's pretty rock and roll. You got the, you got the two goats. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're made to be a witch. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. All the horns. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then like just like it's like a sandwich in the middle there's a scorpion that's just like <laughs> a scorpion goat sandwich yeah, like a psychic scorpion surrounded yeah. by goats there we go it's just like dream <laughs> come true <laughs> my my spirit baby self knew what it was doing there we go like <laughs> that's not a thing <laughs> you can't you can't prove it <laughs> that's true too <laughs> that's also true i just don't like <laughs> The idea of a wear babies freaks me out. I just don't like that. spirit babies. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, spirit babies are real, dude. Sometimes if you're a woman and you're ovulating, spirit babies will like like they can smell that shit. They're like, get pregnant, and you're just like, get out of here, spirit baby. Oh, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. That's terrifying. 
Be glad you're not a woman who sees spirit babies. Yeah, no, I I don't want to be either of those things, to be honest. God, like... Freaky Friday, Lou. Yeah, no. Let's see what happens. All, all I want is to not be a woman and to not see spirit babies. I don't want life to be hard. Like, okay. All right, yeah. Uh, but mm. Mars and Pisces, we just, like... We can't keep it together right now. Nope. You know, Aries are bad at finishing projects. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 is the the overarching theme of my life mm-hmm. is just like half assing or not finishing projects. <sighs> like my my comedy notebook is like you'll see the majority of a joke and then in parentheses riff the rest later. <laughs> like, <laughs> so Yeah. I lo- I do I think it would be fun to like just like pick out all those little like weird comments cuz I feel like every comedian probably does something that's just like Bleh. right like write some ridiculous shit that's lazy. Mm. Or maybe it's just me and you. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like I see like lazy writing as writing about like it's it's writing about stuff that everyone else is writing about. Like, mm-hmm. lazy writing is, like, writing about Trump, writing about Tinder, you know, yeah, writing Yeah, about, no, yeah. mm-hmm, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm, and, like, I, I have a couple of Trump jokes, but that's, for me, it's lazy writing. I have one Trump joke. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's. Felt like I put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> What's for, that? It didn't for feel sure. lazy. Like, you, didn't, uh, you tell that last night at the show we did together? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I vaguely remember it. It's about how Trump is a reptilian, mm. and I feel like every time he goes in public, it's just him trying to convince us that he's human, right, and it yeah. reminds me of me when I'm going to suck a dick, because that's it's really right. unnatural, but I want people to remember why they picked me. Yeah, that's right. That's, 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 a, that's, in a, that's a synopsis. Well, that's, that's a good joke, though. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I have a joke about Trump that is... Um, by the end of his presidency, we're all going to be bankrupt and the world's going to be flooded. <gasps> that was so funny. Yeah, the Home Alone one. Yeah, that Trump is basically just the wet bandits from Home Alone. <laughs> so good. People were like laughing their asses oh, off when you said that last it. night. Yeah, we were. We did a show together last night. Yeah, but I, I, I'm bad with compliments. <laughs> and it was so funny. Like, it is a weird thing when people like compliment your jokes like enthusiastically because mm. you want to. You like you're proud of yourself, but at the same time you're like I don't know what to do with this approval. Right. It's like um, it's weird. There's this guy. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, again, I'm I won't name names, but um, he, he's a Pisces, by the way. Okay. Uh, I love Pisces. I can't. I'm not into Pisces. Really? <sighs> like no. I feel like Pisces are either it's like the really cool sort of mellow types, or they're mm-hmm. fucking bad shit. Like, yeah, I don't know. They're too like the worst. <laughs> I'm sorry to all the Pisces listeners. I'm sure not all of you are the worst. No. But many of you are. See, this is uh this is this is my real agenda. Uh if you're a cancer, don't fuck with me. <laughs> oh, you don't like cancer? I don't like cancers. Oh, I've got a weird thing with cancer. Yeah. They I mean they're banana rama crazy. And I'm just, I, I know. Sometimes I'm like, and I, but I'm like, I have like pretty deep connections with cancers in general, but sometimes I just quietly like watch them be so insane. And I'm yeah. just like, this is fascinating. Like, 
crazy to the point of it's like <laughs> a lot. I've met so many cancers who are like borderline delusional. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. My dad's a cancer. Yeah. And he's like, but like, I'm just like, dad, you're so crazy, but you're yeah. also my favorite. I don't know. I think mm. as long as the crazy isn't malicious, I'm just like, you're a nutcase. Yeah. And I want to be crazy with you, but not as crazy as you. I right. just want to watch you tire yourself out <laughs> from all the fucking insanity. Like that's how I am with Pisces. Like for real. Okay, so that's your with Pisces. It's too much. Yeah. Like Pisces want everyone to be crazy. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> like so. No, I like Cancer like to be crazy within themselves. Scorpio mm. likes to be crazy like between two people. Or here we three, are. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, here we are. And then a Pisces is like, let's all lose our fucking minds and like orgy and just like <laughs> I don't know what's your schedule this week. And I'm like. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> but, Go away. But, like, that's that's the kind of crazy I like, though, is, like, let's just all go batshit for mm. one night and then just be normal people. <laughs> like, I like to silently be insane every day. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> I like that a lot, actually. Um, but, I like, I have this friend uh, who, again, is a Pisces, but, like, every time he sees me... Mm-hmm. He's just like, and he's he's always got like a group of people around him, and um, he's like, "This is Lou Moon. He's the king of Phoenix comedy." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up! You've never seen me do comedy." Oh <laughs> like, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. He's never seen me do comedy. Well, maybe he didn't need to. He just knew. I mean, I guess so. You are that. Yeah. You're that much of a king. <laughs> that people just like you're right. You just walk in and people know. Mm, it's the Leo Moon sign. It, yeah, yeah. No, yes. it's not. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, it's, because I work really, I work really hard to be a good comedian. I know you do. I've seen you grow. Thank you so much. Like, um, I, I work really hard to be a good comedian, and it's just, I still can't accept when I have a good set and then people come up to me and say, like, you had a good set. Mm. Like, and especially in like group settings, it's just like right. It's like, have you met Lou Moon? He's really funny. Just like, no, don't. Just they can, <laughs> they'll find out. But then, okay. but then too, when you don't, when you don't win the the thing at Big Pie, exactly, it's like it's just like no matter what, there's gonna be some sort of feeling of dissatisfaction. <laughs> I am. I yep. <laughs> That's I was I was thinking about that the other day because I was um have you. Uh, listened to the soundtrack uh, to the musical Hamilton before? No. Uh, it's very good. People are losing their shit over Hamilton right now. It's very good. I don't know. Um, like, I, I relate, actually, I relate a lot to Alexander Hamilton, okay. <laughs> which is a thing I never thought I would say out loud. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> it's, um, it's fun. By the way, uh, I looked it up. Uh, Alexander Hamilton was a Capricorn. But, oh. Okay. And uh, I I notice a lot of similarities between Aries and Capricorns. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. they're so they're they're both Earth signs. Uh, Aries is a fire sign. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I thought you said in my mind you said Taurus, but I hallucinated that completely. <laughs> it's okay. 
Your ass from projecting too much. I was like, I don't know, man. This blue kyanite necklace is fucking up my mind. It's that what it does? It's some, well, it makes you it makes you tapped in. Okay, well, I, it's blue kyanite, and if I wear it around my neck, it's good because um, it helps with your throat chakra, so it makes communication something that's oh. easier. And um, But at the same time, it also puts you in touch with like your angels and the astral world, and sometimes I'm like... I don't know where I am. <laughs> that sounds like a real problem, to be honest. I mean, I mostly know. That that's a given that's a give and take. That's more take, I feel. I don't know. It makes it makes me feel like a really sexy singer yeah. when I wear it. So in that way it's completely worth it's like it. A, like a Lana Del Rey type. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> For sure. I get so creepy with my uh do you ever listen to Lana Del Rey? Uh, I do. I don't like her. <laughs> I think like most guys don't like her because she's such a creepy bitch. Yeah, like I, I had heard her name around, mm-hmm. um, you know, for a while. The first time I actually heard her music, um, I was eating lunch with my dad at a sushi place. <laughs> And this music was playing. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is this weird, like, funeral music? Oh, my God. her She's like a siren, her voice. Like, she she has a... I don't even want to say that. A what? <laughs> what does she have? Like, um, I, I don't like... I feel like when she, like, belts, she has a really good voice. Mm-hmm. But when she does, like, the, the mumble, like... Uh, the, <laughs> I'm really in it. I'm really in it for the lyrics. Her lyrics are fucked up. Yeah. She gets like so obsessive about dudes and is like, yeah. I, like I can smell your blood. You're the dreamiest. And I'm just like, oh, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The, like, I, <laughs> there's this, because uh, I used to just like be super vocal about hating a lot of Tori. Okay, okay. And uh, a friend of mine sent me over a video, a long video that's a compilation of every time uh, she says the word "daddy" in one of her like in one of her songs. Yeah, it's just like it's uh, creepy. Let me put no. on a show for you, nope. daddy. I'm not gonna. <laughs> allow this right now <laughs> you're in my room you're like now it's just like you're gonna tell the rest of the comedians i'm a creep <laughs> like i would never i i would only say that if it was a valid argument you're right. not a creep okay i appreciate you're not it. a creep i appreciate it even <laughs> if a guy is creepy mm-hmm. i just pull him to the side and tell him if he's a creep again i'm gonna slit his throat and drink it for eternal youth Right. So that's how drinking blood works. That's how scaring the shit out of a dude so he never fucks with you again works. For sure. <laughs> no, for sure. That works as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Hamilton uh, was a Capricorn. Hamilton was a Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> um but um there's like this whole theme throughout uh the musical of um Hamilton basically never being satisfied. Okay, like, yeah. Never being satisfied, yeah. working nonstop. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and I mean, that's that's just it's so cool to me that like, a I don't feel like a freak all the time now. Yeah. Because this incredibly successful dude was also like this. Yeah, it's like a perfectionist thing. Sort of. Yeah. Like, um, I have like rules for my comedy. I like if a joke is strict. Yeah, I just. Like, I can be. 
Um, I've been, I've been told before that I'm, uh, like, I'm a very critical person. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in the sense that, like, I feel like you can corroborate this. Uh, a lot of comedians will ask if they had a good set or, like, how you liked this one joke. And if you don't tell them it was good and you actually criticize it, they'll, mm-hmm. like, they'll stop talking to you. Yeah, don't ask don't don't ask for an opinion you can't handle. Exactly. I never, I, f- I feel like I don't usually ever ask people, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. What would th- you think of, like my display please comment <laughs> like you just had enough attention like right. don't ask for more like <laughs> I'll, I'll i'll do that with amongst friends and people you trust yes but exactly. not just like a rando like we're, yeah. we're both comedians so like we should you know at, like right. so let me fish for a compliment exactly it's different if there's like a like a like a little bit of a partnership and like a yeah like a unity but if you're going up to people and you're like asking for their opinion and you don't like it and you bail yeah. That's like Right. Good. I'm glad you left. Go away. Exactly. Where it's like I I'll criticize like someone's joke. I'm just like I don't know, just work on it, you know, put that put this here instead of like there. Mm-hmm. And the, and then they'll like criticize one of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just like I know my jokes suck and that's why I'm here. <laughs> like <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah, but. comedy is weird. It's a fucking weird world. It is. It's it's one of those things where a lot of people in the beginning were just like, just wait, you're going to hate it. I'm just like, why are you telling me this? Yeah. And like, I could never, I can never hate comedy. I don't think I could either. I just, like, there are parts about it that suck, but I don't, I would never hate that's it. That's the thing, is that like, you, you, you have to take the good with the bad. Yeah, with anything. Yeah. Yeah, with anything. It's like, it can be, like, it can be kind of a, a little bit of a social mind fuck. Though, mm. like, interacting with other comedians is kind of, like... Yeah. Can be weird. Absolutely. It's more like, um... I don't know, like... We are talking about balance earlier. hmm And how Aries are famously unbalanced. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's... That's my... That's my shit, though. It is, like... I... I try every day to be balanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... Oh, I haven't talked about this once yet. Uh, I'm I'm on the autism spectrum. Yeah. So um, I I typically sort of go into things full force, black and white, you know. Yeah. And but I'm just I'm trying to see between the black and white. Yeah. You know? Well, and the great thing too about like using tools to understand yourself more as you can identify exactly what your problems are and like find a way to work around them or work with them. Right. I mean, that's why I love astrology and like personality types and, you know, other shit like that. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know. Um, there's this whole movement of sort of focused around loving yourself. Yeah. 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 And um, I don't see a lot of value in that for me. <laughs> like, really? I I do I do and I don't because it's like my philosophy with it is um, it's way more important to know yourself. Yeah. And from there, because like once you know yourself, you you know what the 
bad parts of you are. Right. And then, like, knowing yourself is way more important, and I think love is for other people. Okay. I'm kind of a, to, I don't know, like, know and love yourself. Yeah. Like, the more you know yourself, the more you can understand and... I don't know. Find yeah. like because the thing for me is like okay, like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna know myself, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use that to become a representation of unconditional love, just in general. Yeah, and that comes with loving myself and being kind towards other people and not having a judgmental mindset. And like, so for me, it's like know yourself really well, love yourself hard, so that you can love other people hard and you can make the world more beautiful and the world is more beautiful to you. It's like a law of attraction thing, kind of. Right. Oh, fair enough. Like, yeah, I can see where you're coming from with that. Mm -hmm. Like, um, I don't know. I don't, um, yeah, I I just sort of, uh, see knowing myself is loving myself. Yeah. Well then that's, yeah, yeah, they're not mutually exclusive at all. that's, That's true too. Yeah, and well, that's the thing, too, about loving yourself is that it's, like, you fully accept yourself and you don't try and alter yourself based on, like, what's expected of you. Sure. You know? Yeah. So, it's, like, it's just, like, you are truly free to be yourself and to love who that person is. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. (laughs) I like that a lot more because, I don't know, I feel like that that whole sort of movement kind of came from, like, RuPaul. What, wait, what? How did RuPaul start the Love Yourself movement? No, because like I don't know, like uh, I think he really popularized the whole thing of like if you can't love yourself, then how do you expect anyone to love you or whatever? Mm. And I'm just like, oh, cool. Now I'm not deserved of love. <laughs> like I don't. Now I don't deserve Ru- RuPaul it. RuPaul ruined it. My my anxiety was right the whole time. <laughs> like so, and that was back before I. I made the discovery on my own to, like, try to know myself. Well, in what ways have you approached that? A lot of it has... A lot of it has to do with, honestly, being around other people. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in the sense that... Um, I I would consider myself an extrovert. I, I really do love being around people. Mm-hmm. But um, for most of my life... Um, I, I've spent it alone, you know, it wasn't really until I became, you know, like an adult, like around like 18 or 19 that I started putting myself out there more, you know, started meeting more people and, um, outside of like my one sort of best friend who I've known for at this point, the majority of my life. Is that who you (laughs) used to host Lon Numb with or who you took over for? No, uh-huh. um, that was, that was Scott Mitting. Scott's a great guy. I, I met him last year. Okay. Um, my, my best friend forever is this guy named Nick Border. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be the best man in his wedding here coming Aww, up soon. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, I, I've known him since I was nine years old. And, okay. uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, it took kind of going outside that small circle and sort of, you know. Yeah. Building. Yeah, networking. Ma- like making an effort to like meet other people where mm-hmm. it was like, okay, like, um, do you like this band, uh, AJJ at all? Andrew Jackson Jihad is my shit. Yeah, no, they're so good. Yeah. I, um, 
Man, I saw them live. I listened to all their albums. Oh. I, I love them. Yeah, they're from Phoenix, too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like we can be mm. extra proud. Uh, yeah, and uh, me and uh, the lead singer are uh, Eskimo Brothers. That is a story for another day. <laughs> I, um, you're going to come back on the podcast, and you're going to tell me, and I'm going to try and debunk it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have fuck. sex <laughs> yeah. there a, was there a condom it doesn't count if there's a condom <laughs> a story for another day okay <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> so uh they they have that song um they have that song Freebird. um that's like it's a very like sad but like very poignant lyric that's like um like I see Satan's face when I look in the mirror and I see God and all the faces of the people I meet. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's how it was for a long time for me. Mm. Um, and so like, I sort of started like going out of my comfort zone and meeting people. And then people became my new comfort zone. Yeah. And being alone was really bad for me. Yeah. Uh, now I love being alone. Right. <laughs> so, right. Well, it's cause it's like, it's not the majority of the time anymore. Exactly. Yeah. It's, and, I mean, I guess, really, for that, I have to thank comedy. Yeah. Because, I mean, on one hand, comedy kind of burned me out on people. <laughs> but <laughs> um, but on the other hand, it's it's more like I I have so much fun. Yeah, we shit on comedy a little bit. I feel like we yeah. need to do, like, damage repair. It is the best thing. It's the best thing the in the world. The best thing in the world. It's the best thing in the world. Yeah. Like... I have so much fun doing it, and I love doing it so much mm-hmm. that it's like I don't need other people now because I have comedy. Okay. Like, yeah. But, I mean, that being said, um, ladies, I am single. Oh. And now, um, <laughs> no, but that being said, I, st- I, I still love being around people, but it's the, the need for it isn't there. Right. Yeah. So I guess in that way, because, okay, so if you felt like you were needing people before comedy, it probably made you kind of possessive of, like, the people that would come into your life. It's sort of. I, possessive is a strong word. Um, I Well, for me, possessive is, like, it's I, it, I can very easily feel like someone's trying to be possessive of me. Yeah. Like, if they ask me a question about, like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, something personal, I'm like, stop being Stop being so possessive, Yeah, man. right. Like, <laughs> I am me. I, I am my own. Don't stop trying yeah. to control this. It you doesn't just, work. I can't do it either. Fucking astral project out of there. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> so I have my blue kyanite necklace. Like, I don't actually have to be here. <laughs> Later, uh, boners. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> oh, man. And traffic looks like shit today. <laughs> yeah, right? Good thing I can fucking fly, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> what just happens? It was yeah. comedy. Was yeah, comedy. no, there we go. <laughs> that write we, that down. Yeah, write that <laughs> no. down. Yeah, no, that's why you love it because yeah. you just. That's the worst. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, God. Um, so, yeah, no, I've, I've never been a possessive person. Um, I. It's more like. I'm not a jealous person either. Like when it mm-hmm. when it comes to friendships or dating or anything. That's good. That's like the worst quality a person can have. Honestly, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's like um 
my my ex-girlfriend was uh, a very jealous person. Yeah, and into it. Really, really messed with me. Mm-mm. We're cool now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She, like, m- maybe she listens, but yeah. I... Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you know, move forward, not backwards, who cares? Exactly. <laughs> nah, she's my pal. Yeah, buddies, <laughs> buddies. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, like, so I've never been, like, a jealous, possessive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more like I sort of I sort of used to expect people to just kind of go along with me. Like, or, That's like... That's pretty Aries. Yeah. That's pretty Aries. Yeah, it's like, um, I more sort of expect people, like, the people I'm with, we have, like... I expect them to, like, have the same sort of goals and the same sort of, um, like, one side of a friendship or one side of dating, um, as I do. Otherwise, we wouldn't be together, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, it turns out that it's very wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's not wrong. It's, like, because sometimes you do, but, uh, that's never been my experience. But, uh, it's, <laughs> it's more like, um... Now I sort of just, this is going to sound sad. I just expect people to disappoint me (laughs) or for me to disappoint someone else. That, I mean, I almost feel like that's smarter because I will blindly try to see the good in someone, even though I am watching them do things that aren't nice. Mm. And I'm like, I know you're a good person. Like, and then they'll like do things that are shitty. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to let you get a rise out of me. And then I don't know. I'm just like. Then I'm like, okay, you constantly disappoint me. Yeah. And now I'm just like. <sighs> yeah. So I don't know. But then it's like, it's a different type of letdown. Cause I was like, I believed in you. I believed in your spirit right? and you let me down. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's the worst. It's, uh, I mean, because this is like what, what I fear the most and what I'm doing is like, really my least favorite qualities hmm. like i'm terrified of letting people down mm-hmm. like i'm ter- like i'm terrified of disappointing people mm. and um but that's just because i have been let down and disappointed a lot you know yeah i have to i don't know i'm starting to i don't know i feel like i'm like i'm i'm trying to evolve my thought process on it mm-hmm. anyway like right because then it's like i don't know I'm not perfect. People aren't perfect. I don't know. I just am like, I just want to live in like positivity land. Sure. But that's a dangerous place to live. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> but it's also like, I, I spend so much time in, in negative land, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, it's, it's too much. Yeah. It's if, too much. It's too much yeah. either way. You have to find, well, you have to find the middle. Cause like I'm yeah. like, I swim in, like I like hang out in positivity land, but then I'm like, uh oh. Just be Ice Queen, no emotion, robot lady for a while. Yeah. Just do that. See, like, <laughs> I, I, that's the one thing I can't do is, like, I, I can't be cold. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like. I don't get cold. I get silent. Mm, I yeah. Get, I, get, I get silent and. I, yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, um, uh, a Phoenix comedian, uh, recently told me that uh i'm like a computer Mm. (laughs) because uh, i was telling him about like my joke writing process and like how i'm detail oriented but like most things i do are also like very much charged with emotion like i'm an an emotional person yeah of course we all are so 
like, and I think that's what it is. It's just like when when I go cold, it's just like I have so much in me right now that I just can't let out. Yeah, and I, yeah, it's it's weird because you have like I feel like I have to sh- I don't know be like methodical right. about like sorting through emotions, and then it's like I have to turn into a robot so that I can like not feel the emotions and like connect them and just. But then I yeah. just I don't know I kind of feel like I work through them as a robot, and then I decide not to care about what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, I live like I'm dancing with butterflies again. Right. Like. I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know. That. I mean, I guess once you get through it. Yeah, I guess I re- I guess I relate to that. Yeah. yeah. Like. Because I'm sort of like, I know my own emotions fairly well. Yeah. But dealing with others' emotions is like, I can't. Right. Where it's like, I know why my jokes are funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, and I know why other people's jokes are funny, but I still don't like understand like sometimes the sarcasm of other people. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like... I know when I'm being sarcastic. I don't know when other people are. <laughs> right. Yeah, I get that. So. I Yeah, I, I feel like for me it's like the opposite because I, like as a psychic, mm. I'm like I, if I want to and I don't do this like I, because it's exhausting for me, like people get kind of get worried about me being a psychic. Like I'm just mm. like feeling their shit. Yeah. But it's not like that. It used to be. That's why yeah. I had to learn how to control it. For sure. Because it was exhausting. But it's just like now it's almost like I'm processing emotions like a computer because it's like hmm. I because I because I process when an emotion is very quickly yeah and like in, in other people as well and it's just like it's kind of it's just like a kind of a strange thing yeah like that's that's kind of be weird I can't imagine well it's like <laughs> it's I don't know I think it's beautiful and I think it's cool it's like it's like my computer system because I don't know how like the internet or anything else works, but it's sure. like it's like my it's my computer system, it's my internet, and so it's right. like. But I like it because I feel like I can give people good advice mm, because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. That's what I would call like you're you're a highly uh, intuitive person. Yeah, and it's like it makes me more understanding about how other people are feeling and acting. Mm. But I might not like it, but I'm just like okay, well I understand that you're a human. Yeah. And we're all shit shows. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, do you think we could take a break real quick so I can smoke a cigarette? Yeah, let's take a break. A commercial break to remind all you seekers out there that I do readings, tarot, channeling, numerology. We can get in touch with your spirit guides. I also offer chakra assessments and chakra balancing sessions, which are really fun. If you have questions about how to conduct a ritual, we can have a consultation. So if any of those services interest you, please reach out to your girl because I would very much like to be less broke and to buy a new couch. Now let's get back to the episode and hear about the first time Lou Moon bombed. Break's over. Get back to class. I wanted to, um, because Aries is the first sign on the Zodiac wheel. Right. Um, I wanted to ask you about your first memory of a bomb, like you, the first time you bombed. Oh, got <laughs> it. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Come on, man. All right. I want to hear it. For sure. We can, we can, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to kind of lounge. 
distant lounge, whatever, yeah, whatever, however you're going to feel comfortable reliving a, this horrible memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're going to be my therapist. I'm just going to. Yeah, just lay on the couch. with <laughs> yeah. a, a giant bed. Right. <laughs> I do love this bed. It's nice. Right, thank you. Um, so my first memory of bombing was, <laughs> oh boy. So my first two times doing comedy, um, my first time doing comedy was for a show, uh, called New Faces of Comedy. Oh, was, you went that way. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> which was a mistake. That is a mistake. <laughs> fucking that that is uh that is a first timer's mistake. Yeah. That's which is um f- for the for the uninitiated, um New Faces of Comedy is a show uh, here in Phoenix, and I think they they do a show with the same name in like pretty much anywhere where there are comedy clubs. Yeah, they're they're book shows. Yeah, it's it's a show. Uh, for me, I did it at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, <laughs> and it was the way the show is set up is it's a bringer show. And you bring ten of your friends. You bring ten people. There's a two drink minimum. Yep. <laughs> you can pay them to record your set. Yep. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. It's where a comedy goes to die. Mm. And um, so my first two shows were that and uh, another bringer show at a club in Scottsdale called the Comedy Spot. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. That's where I. That's where I did my like bringer. Show really? That. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's I hate the comedy spot. We don't need to get into it, but I understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um those first two shows because like the people in in the crowds are drinking, they're there to laugh. You know, you could do some garbage material and they're going to laugh at it. So, my first open mic. <laughs> um the first open mic I ever did and I don't think I've been back since. Uh, the first open mic I ever did was uh, at a little place called Dos Gringos. Okay. And have you ever been to the Dos Gringos mic? No. It's the worst. I believe it. There's nobody there. Yeah. Which which Dos Gringos? Like which what location? Because um, there are a few. Oh yeah, there's a couple of Dos Gringos. Yeah. Um, th- it's the one on. Uh, it's pretty much, it's on Priest between Elliot and Warner. Okay, so kind of like Tempe, so, Mesa. Like, yeah, like like South Tempe. Yeah. So, um, I was doing my jokes, the ones I had written. Doing my jokes. Uh, and it's really, like, those, those first jokes, a couple of jokes I wrote, I thought were amazing. <laughs> because they did so well at these other shows mm-hmm. that I had done. And they're just nothing. Silence. Like, oh, God. I'm just like, you know, before that, I'm just like, I'm a comedy prodigy. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm going to take this world by storm. And then I go to Dos Gringos. <laughs> nobody laughs at these awful jokes that I'm doing. That was your first mistake. Dos Gringos for validation. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know the, I didn't know the, the dynamic, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I was lucky because um, there were two guys there who did uh, the New Faces show that I did my first night doing comedy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two guys by the names of uh, David Pena and Avery Archer. Okay, yeah. I love uh, Avery. Oh, yeah, no, they're... Is he the one that drank your soda? No, that was that's Avery Jingry. Jingry, you're right. I got it yeah. fucked up. Um, David, uh, David Pena and Avery Archer are two guys who started off in Tempe late night, and then we started doing stand up around the same time. Mm-hmm. And um, so they were there, and I, I basically through them, I met everybody else at the same night. I met. Um, you know, people like Mike Enders and Charles Angle mm-hmm, and, you know, mm-hmm. some other local greats. And they they didn't talk to me afterwards because I had done so bad. They had just figured that I was just going to quit after that night right, because it was so bad. Right. And um, normally the person who hosts that show um, is another great local guy named uh, Bill Laskowski. I love him. Bill's Bill is wonderful. I want to drink his blood. <laughs> I do. I love him. Ugh. I bet um, there's the glitter in it. Like, just, <laughs> like, man, Bill is a guy who I love, but I've seen people get on the wrong end of Bill. Uh-huh. And, like, ever look at Bill, he's built like a brick shit dude, house. He, yeah, I bet he's feisty as fuck if he wants to be. Oh, yeah, dude, fucking is like he's like a wrestler and a martial artist he just like whoops ass yeah and i didn't know that because i made fun of him that (laughs) (laughs) like i do and because he was doing these jokes about autistic people oh and i didn't know like the context behind it was that like he worked with autistic people and like um and apparently he was you know, pretty good at it until he left of his own accord. Mm-hmm. And I, all I heard was him making fun of autistic people. Right. And I'm just like, fuck this guy already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like, yeah. Yeah. So typical Aries, just jumping to conclusions. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. That is <laughs> another thing that permeates my life is just thinking I know everything and I don't. Right. Like, I'm right. So, I can be so bad at that sometimes. But, um, so, uh, the first things I say when, when Bill brings me up is, um, like, basically just like, hi, I'm Lou Moon, I'm a new comic, and I'm autistic, and that guy's a fucking dickhead. (laughs) Like, Mm. so. (laughs) That's kind of funny, though. Not a great first impression. (laughs) Super bad at first impressions. kind of funny, though. If he was like, I used to work with autistic people, and I was good at it. And then you're like, fuck this guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and so I really really fucked up. Uh, Didn't think about that enough. And um, so I call him a dickhead. And Mm -hmm. um, this is uh, important to the story. Uh, Because... um, uh, the guy who goes up after me, uh, there are these, a uh, couple of people, uh, not really doing comedy, but they're just sort of watching. Uh-huh. Um, and so the guy goes up after me, uh, he, <laughs> some context, this was about a week or so, uh, after, uh, that really bad shooting in Orlando. 
Okay. At the gay nightclub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so the guy after me was doing some killer, some killer topical stuff about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, just I mean, just really. Like it was, it was like sort of edgy, like offensive shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so after like after a couple more people, I'm just like, I had a really shitty set. Like, I really need to rethink what this comedy thing is. Uh-huh. I I leave. Okay. And I run into two of the people who are in the audience. Uh huh. And it's a guy and a girl, and the girl is sobbing. Like, just, like, <gasps> sobbing. Okay. And I'm just like, oh, no. Like, this, like, the guy who went on after me, I bet, probably just said, like, like whatever he said about the Orlando shooting probably really set her off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so... It was really just your set was that bad. She yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> She was like, I don't see anything as funny anymore. My life is joyless now. You killed laughter. I killed laughter. <laughs> I'm okay now. <laughs> so then what yeah. happened? Um, you, you thought he made her cry. Like, and so, like, I make very brief, like, I don't make eye contact, but, like, very brief, like, face contact. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. general sort. I look at, I tend to look at people's noses or mouths. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, um, just for a split second, that face contact was enough for the guy to just, like, start talking to me. <laughs> and oh. he was just, like, she was triggered. <laughs> and I'm, like, Oh no. <laughs> so I'm just like, so okay, I was right. Um really what she was crying about was that like there were so she couldn't handle the amount of penis jokes that were happening that night. <laughs> like because like through like open like through these tears, like she's like like cry saying just like I just I didn't know there'd be so many dick jokes tonight. Oh. And I'm like where am I? <laughs> and so like I don't know, I was like trying to like <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, I would feel the same. And I'm just like I feel less bad about this, but you know, but at the same time like I'm just like hey, like I'm I'm sorry about that, you know, I mean, that's the, you know, that's a crazy, crazy thing about a comedy show is, you know, you never know what you're going to get. You will hear about a dick, though. Yeah, For you will. For sure you'll hear yeah, about dicks. No, you never know what you're going to hear, but you're going to hear you're about a dick. Hear, yeah. <laughs> Just to what context of the dick, you, that's where you don't It'll know. It'll be there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But the, the, a dick will be mentioned. <laughs> and um, so I say that to her, you know, trying to be comforting. Uh-huh. And she's like, well, you didn't help either. And I'm like, well, no, what the fuck did I do? Okay. No penis jokes in my set at that point. And, <laughs> like, she was like, well, you called the host a dickhead. So I'm just like, uh, I can't even call a guy a dick. Yeah. She's, um, she's really sensitive to the word. <laughs> I guess so. Like, why are you here? Yeah. Like, why, why go anywhere? Like, you, if, Why go anywhere? If the word dick has that sort of an effect on you, you yeah. should see someone about just, it. Just, like, stay inside or something. <laughs> Talk to a talk to a professional yeah, about yeah. your dick probs. Honestly, don't read any books by Philip K. Dick. <laughs> don't like. It's just that was 
That's the first time I bombed. <laughs> That's cra- Do you know if there was like a particular dick joke that really just like ruined it for her? Do you remember? The I I don't know. It was like, just like dicks flying around everywhere. Because like I wasn't like observing them, but like I there's this like idea in my head of just like every mention of a penis is just like another block on a, like a Jenga tower, you know? Just like which one's the one? It what is the straw that broke the camel's back? I don't know, with the dick. Like... The dick that broke her heart. The dick that broke her heart. It broke her, or her, I don't know. Spirit. Her spirit. <laughs> like, dear <laughs> lord. Her, her emotional threshold. Honestly, like, if I had to guess, though, like, <laughs> and, like, and this is just me, like, because I want to make fun of him and he's my buddy, I want to say it was Mike Enders. I was going to guess Mike Enders. I was like, wait, you said Enders was there? Yeah. But he, uh, I want to guess Mike Enders. Yeah, I, that makes sense to me. A very funny guy, a host of another uh, yeah. podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> but he's not here, so we don't have to say what it is. We, well, he's not here, so we don't have to say anything. <clears throat> so we'll do one more. We'll do one more com- quick comedy first. For sure. And then we'll wrap it up. Uh, you did your first... Uh, like little tour a couple months ago didn't you uh yeah it's um a tour is a strong word yeah okay um, it was out of town out of yeah. out of state yeah um i i did a couple of shows in austin texas mm-hmm. and uh that was a blast that's where so you did three three days that's like a mean it's like a mini tour yeah um we did um like the, who'd you go with Oh, I went with uh, Zach Lyman and... Oh, I love him. Uh, me too. He's one of my best friends in the whole world. He's so sweet. He he and Tristan are like the... We're the, we're the local comedy Three Musketeers. I fucking love Tristan. It's like how I feel... How I aggressively say I love you. <laughs> I fucking love him. Yeah. No, Tristan is uh, like... He's a little wonderkin. No, he is. Baby like, boy. Uh... I have like so many feelings about Tristan because I I think he's incredible and like it's shitty because he's not taken as seriously as he should be in like the local scene because of his age but I never felt like that about him I always felt like he Mm. could throw down and should throw down but I guess other people might have prejudices right exactly it's more like um I have a lot of feelings about Tristan because it's just, like, he's at that level of funny that I want to be at. Like, I don't see him as, like, a rival. Mm-hmm. No. But, mm-mm. like, it's more like um, he really, I told him this the other day, is, like, he really motivates me because he makes it seem so effortless. And he's so sparkly. Like, yeah. he's such a, like, shiny, bright human. And he's yeah. so young. I want to, like, my, I want to fucking slam his stupid little boy body <laughs> against... Against the wall and like oh. confuse him sexually by like motorboating him until he cries. And then I want to drink his tears. What is happening that's in this scenario? I don't know, but that's that's how he makes me feel. Do you want to do any of these like horrible things to me at all? Like, it's I just Tristan. No, okay. I, just, I just really love you. Okay. I just really love you. But okay. Tristan, it's like I, I want to like throw him around. <laughs> I think he knows. I think yeah, he, he, he definitely he, does. I think he's like 
like mildly afraid of me. Yeah, I think so too, <laughs> to be honest. Will you please tell me? Because just please confirm my suspicions. In what ways do you believe Tristan to be afraid of me? Because <laughs> back when Lanham was a thing, he was like. I think Renee's into me, but I'm actually really scared of her. <laughs> and I don't think he's scared of you now because I've brought up you being on Ghost Boys before and he was all for it. Yeah, he messaged me about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just like, I knew, I knew that like me kind of hitting on him as like this older, like voluptuous woman mm-hmm. would kind of get in his head a little bit yeah. and freak him out. Yeah. And like the more that I knew that, the more I wanted to wear his skin. <laughs> Because I love him so much. I love him oh so much. I feel like God. that I feel like that part of our relationship has passed and now we yeah. can just like be normal humans. Just be normal. But like I I probably like I he probably like felt some weird predatory thing for me. <laughs> no. But definitely. I was just like feeding it because it was fun to watch him squirm. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like uh I I actually I introduced him uh to his current girlfriend. Oh nice. Yeah. Cuties. And yeah, they're so they're amazing together. That's good. Yeah. I'm glad. Man, like, like when it comes to Tristan, I'm like, I'm so proud of him and like motivated by him. Mm-hmm. I think he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, but like, <laughs> I've told him like a little bit of this, but like his response to that is normally just like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just like, hey, he, hey man, why are you being so gay right now? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a cutie. He's a cutie. I'm glad I... I'm glad he has a girlfriend, I guess. <laughs> She's a Pisces, by the way. Uh, she? Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that glad then. I don't want any of the Pisces to be anywhere near me. Oh, she's a great girl. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, I'm, I need to not shit on Pisces so much. I just, like, I just had, like, one experience with a Pisces man who, mm. like, a couple, like, he, like, I, could, I was at um, Hobnobs. Mm. I was like, I would go there every day. It's like that coffee shop. Yeah. And I was going there to like plan out my tour and stuff. And I was there almost every day and he kept showing up and talking to me. Oh Lord. And then like, I was fine. Cause like he was kind of cute and he was like giving me advice cause he had toured as a musician. And then he was like, Oh, it would be fun if we toured together. And oh. I was like, this is my, this is a one woman show, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Get like, this is my freedom trip. You, you are not coming. But I was just like, no, like, blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, picked up my daily planner and started looking at like, he was like, you should get, um, like the Google fucking, you could, you should get the Google calendar and then we can link our calendars. And I'm like, get the fuck away from oh, me right God. now. Like, no, no. Yeah. Just like. Oh, God. And then another time... That's some psycho behavior. Well, and I was wearing... Like, one time I wore, like, a cute little outfit to the mm-hmm. coffee shop. And he was like, oh, you dressed up for me. That's cute. Oh, God. And I was like, in your fucking dreams. <laughs> I don't get dressed up for anyone. Ah. If there's a man that I happen to be dressed up for, it's mm-hmm. not for, it's not really for him. It's yeah. so I look super hot next to him. There we go. <laughs> it's for me. It's always oh, yeah. for me. That's... <laughs> That's always really nice. Cause, like I've I've been trying to like dress a little bit more sharp lately. You but, look good, dude. Ah, uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Like, um, I mean, my looking sharp is just wearing my normal clothes and then throwing a blazer over it. But, <laughs> and, like, I'm just like I'm hot now, but I'm not. That, no, you look great in that blazer. <laughs> oh, thank you so it's much. It's very. It's nice and sophisticated. Oh, thank you. Um, but like, I love that that feeling of like. <laughs> <laughs> 
know when you look good. You're, like, next to someone who also looks good. Yeah. And you're just going into, like, rec shop. Fire. Yeah. Fire mode. Exactly. We should, we should, we should both get dressed up and just, like, go have a drink. Like a, like a comedy date. Like a comedy friend date. I would love that. And look fly as fuck. Hell yeah. All right. It's a date. For sure. Cool. We'll wrap it up now. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Unless you have any last couple thoughts. Um, uh, I love astrology. Jury's still out on if I believe in it. This has been fun. <laughs> Do you have anything you want to plug? This will be out at the, like the end of January. End of January. Um, don't have anything necessarily planned quite yet for the end of January. Okay, but you've got um, your podcast. You but I, I do have my podcast. Um, listen to uh, Ghost Boys on either uh, SoundCloud or iTunes. Mm-hmm. Uh, new episodes every Wednesday. Um, and uh, go support local comedy. Yeah, dude, support yeah. local comedy because we are so sick for only performing for each other. I know. <laughs> if I see Renee at one more goddamn open mic, I'm going to throw Lose a stool my at her. Fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we see each other just the right amount. Honestly, yeah. It's just like I love, a, I, I love you so much. Yeah, I, I the last thing I need is for you to get sick of me. So. I think that's the last thing we need to have happen to each other. Because I feel like we're, like, comedy, like, we were birthed at the same time. Yeah. So you're, like, I feel like you're my comedy twin. Okay. And I love you. I love you, too, Renee. If people want to find you on social media, thank you. Mm-hmm. Where do they look? Uh, you can uh, find me on Instagram, at uh, Moon Comedy. Um, or you could find me on Twitter, which I never use. But uh, mm-hmm. if you, you want to see some jokes I posted uh, last year... Um, <laughs> you could follow, uh, Times Lou Roman on Twitter. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Dig up those old sets that you like to pretend don't exist. Uh, <laughs> no sets, just bad jokes. Okay, got it, got <laughs> bad it. Bad Twitter jokes. Well, I fucking love you. I love you too, Renee. If, I don't care if you listen to Ghost Boys or not, go on <laughs> iTunes and rate and review that shit, and let's fucking, yeah. let's bump up the attention that the internet is doing towards him. That was kind of a sentence. That was great. Thank you. Okay. All right. Thanks again for tuning in. You can find me online, rainbowglitterstar.com, monthly horoscopes on shondaland.com, my Instagram at rainbowglitterstar, and for the spellcast and daily horoscopes, you can find me at theglittercast. I hope you guys are having a wonderful week and I'm going to be bringing you guys a lesson on the chakra system, crystals to use with it, and some tarot stuff too next week.